0: for today. We started in last week right in this chapter and uh, we talked about how um, God had used Paul and uh, there was an issue to be settled in Jerusalem that was taken to Jerusalem and they settled it there and uh, we noticed how they did not compromise the word of God. They were able to um, work with and make compromises to Work with the cultures that were there and that's that's exactly what they did we saw that that's appropriate for us to do today to not bend the gospel or change the gospel the gospel doesn't change the word of god doesn't change we don't compromise the word of god um, but in living it we can we see how god in harmony with each other so that we're not um we're not doing something that would uh, harm another brother's faith in chapter 16 we saw the example of that and Paul gave Paul, t- uh, we're introduced to Timothy and Paul takes him and he circumcised Timothy. He didn't have to Timothy was from a split um, heritage his father was Greek, his mother was a Jew and uh, uh, Paul knew that this would bring some suspicion and, and probably um, be a barrier to Timothy ministering in the Jewish community so he circumcised him and uh, um, we, we see how that compromise kind of worked out. The gospel doesn't bend, but the cultures certainly um, we need to have wisdom from God on how to, how to deal with our cultures. Now we get to chapter 16. The, the end, uh, just look at ch- verse 4 and 5. That keeps the context of where we are. Acts 16, 4 says, As they went on their way through the cities, they delivered to them for observance the decisions that had been reached by the apostles and elders who were in Jerusalem. So the churches were strengthened in faith, and they increased in numbers daily. So we can pray for unity um, in carrying out God's gospel and and having uh, believers fall in line with, with that unity that God intends. Now in verse 6, we start something else. This is an interesting portion of scripture to me. Uh, and I think it, it it can be an encouragement for us in our lives in a couple of different ways. Look at verse 6. They went through the region of Phrygia and Galatia, having been forbidden by the Holy Spirit to speak the word in Asia. That sounds odd. The Holy Spirit would forbid them to speak the word in a specific place, but in reality. It, it helps us understand that we walk by the Holy Spirit's leading everything that he wants us to do is not always clear there's some things that he says no or not now or wait even though they seem like they're in accordance with his will certainly um, God wants the gospel going out everywhere but what he's talking here is specifically to Paul's team he says Paul you and your team know don't go there now this is not what I. Wear, this is not the direction I have for you. Now, it's not a general direction. He's not saying every believer should should not go there, but he leads us individually. And so, he's talking to Paul and Paul's team. He says, "I have a specific route for you to take, and I want you to take it." Um, I know when I get to these sections, and, and especially when you're reading the Bible and you see all those pages, if you get, kind of have like a study Bible, you get to those maps. We kind of ignore the maps. <laughs> we kind of flip right through them. But it's interesting. I, I've been, because this goes with uh, our study in Colossians, and it goes with our Acts study tonight, just kind of looking through the areas where Paul was going through. So in verse 6, the Holy Spirit says, don't go to Asia. Um, And then, verse 7, when they had gone up to Mysia, they attempted to go into Bithynia, but the spirit of Jesus did not allow them. Again, he says, don't go there either. Verse 8, so passing by Mysia, they went down to Troas, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia was standing there, urging him and saying, come over to Macedonia and help us when Paul had seen the vision immediately we sought to go on into Macedonia concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them yes God was giving them direct uh he was giving them specific direction as to where he wanted them now does God give you and I specific direction yes he does yes he does how do we get it well we learned from this verse it's it's Walking with the Lord, listening to him, and paying attention to how he's speaking to us. God speaks to us through the circumstances he places us in, the people that we come in contact, and then sometimes some specific restraints uh, that may surprise us. We think we got a clear understanding, God definitely wants me to do this. And he may be saying, not now, later, but right now I want you to do this. I want you to pay attention to this. What, what is comforting is that God gave specific direction to Paul in various ways to show him exactly where he wanted him to go that include ways he didn't want him to go and so we have to we have to receive that as well so now get into verse 11 so setting sail from Troas we made a direct voyage to Samothrace and the following day to Neapolis and from there to Philippi which is a leading city of the district of Macedonia and a Roman colony we, we remain in this city some days alright so they get you can look on your map and you can see how they kinda traveled through weren't able to stop and do ministry along the way but they finally uh, uh, cross over and get into the city of Philippi and that's where God is leading them now later on Certainly the gospel will come into Asia and into these other parts. Um, but for now, God wanted this team to route this way. We don't always know why God leads us the way he does. Um, and it doesn't always do a whole lot good to, to question it and <laughs> try to figure it out. <laughs> it's kind of like what I tell my grandkids. You've know, you got to understand my, our situation. They have rules at their home and they have rules over uncles and aunties, different houses, so each house has kind of like a different set of rules, not not real different, but they have their unique rules, you know? Even in our house, there's one bed that they can jump on and they can play and they use it like a trampoline. And then my bed that I sleep in, no, don't you dare jump on that. And it's like, that's confusing, you got all these, you know what I tell them? No, it's not confusing, just do what I say. If I say don't do that today, then don't do it today. You get back to your house, now you can do what your parents let you do. So when I tell you something, don't do it. And it's the same with the Holy Spirit, isn't it? He's saying, I will direct you. You might think it's, com- it's, it's, it's confusing or it's, it's very um, detailed. It's, it's very clear. Just ask God and follow what he says. Listen to God and learn to walk the way he says. You are walking, and you say, gosh, I go left or right? He says, stop. Don't go left or right. You could you could you spend a lot of time trying to figure out, why can't I go left? What's wrong with going left? Why can't I go right? There's good people over there. They they need this too. God says, just listen to me. Follow my direction that I have for you, and you will be alright. So they weave their path and, and then now they find themselves in the city of Philippi. Verse 13. If you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord come to my house and stay and she prevailed upon us this sounds like a significant working of the gospel in this area notice it says she was a worshiper of God God was sending them to areas where people were open to God but they did not have specific direction and instruction they did not know what to do with the Lord Jesus Christ Paul's going to give them very clear information. This is the will of God concerning Christ. And look how Lydia received that. She, she you, you, you see that uh, she accepted it. It says in verse 34, the Lord opened her heart to pay attention to what was said by Paul. And after she was baptized, so you have a sense that she listened to the gospel, she received it, accepted it, and wholeheartedly obeyed it. And the gospel you the gospel command to to uh, be baptized as evidence of her faith she she immediately did that and it says her household as well so she was part of the start of the, the gospel moving uh, in that area and then it shows in her life what does she say she says to paul team come stay with us come stay with us remember i was talking sunday about um how people open their homes and churches the people of God didn't meet in in public buildings like we do today or a large building. They met in private homes. And here we see Lydia saying, "Hey, my home is open. My heart is open to the Lord. My home is open to God's people." And uh she did that. And um they doesn't say, you know, how long they stayed, but certainly she was she was uh they she let them set up headquarters there for the gospel going out in that area. We're going to stop right there. And next week we'll get into very familiar part in uh, chapter 16 all dealing with the uh, demonic slave girl and um, we think about how we should pray today we're reminded pray for direction and one of the things you know people would ask me a lot of a lot of bible questions aren't necessarily bible questions they're more life questions what does god want me to do what's his will for me in my life reason why that's a difficult question is because you need to ask it every day you really do we walk by faith lord what would you have me to do you're searching for jobs you're searching for school for your family you're searching for all kind of decisions in your life that's why we come and pray every week lord what would you have me to do what is your will for me in my life i don't know all of it i don't know all of it for this week and so each day um jesus taught us how to pray give us this day our daily bread Give us what we need. That includes wisdom and direction. Give it to us today. What we need for today, and when I get to tomorrow, and say continual walk with the Lord. Waking up this morning, today, how how do you want me? What do you want me to do? And uh, maybe God is going to send a Lydia your way. It's interesting. God kind of sent a person uh, our way. I told you a story in the past about a, a woman in our neighborhood who. Um, I had seen several times that Donna had an interaction that, that wasn't all that positive at first, and uh, today she knocked the door on her doorbell, rang the doorbell, and she just asked for some help in a little way, um, and, and we tried to help her in, in that way. She needed some bus fare, and, and her, she couldn't put money on her bus card or whatever, but it, what it is, is is tying a, it's, it's, it's bringing together a relationship now we know her name she knows our name and she she knew she could come to to us uh for help no matter how small it was she could come to us for help so i'm, I'm thankful for how god is is building these bridges with us and different people and it, and we need to ask that question lord what do you want me to do today how how do uh is this the person you want me to talk to um where do i go with this and and um uh, You know, your will be done in in, in my life. I, I need your direction for today. All right, Brian.
1: Therefore, while the promise of entering his rest still stands, let us fear, lest any of you should seem to have failed to reach it. For good news came to us just as it came to them. But the message they heard did not benefit them, because they were not united by faith with those who listened. For we who have believed enter that rest. As he has said, as I swore my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Although his works were finished from the foundation of the world. For he somewhere spoken of the seventh day in this way. And God rested on the seventh day from all his works. And again in this passage he said, they shall not enter my rest. Therefore it remains for some to enter it and those who formerly received the good news failed to enter because of disobedience again he appoints a certain day today saying through david so long afterwards in the words already quoted today if you hear his voice do not harden your hearts for if joshua had given them rest god would not have spoken of another day later on so then there remains a sabbath rest for the people of god for whoever has entered god's rest has also rested from his works, as God did from his. Let us fear. Sometimes we get a little bit nervous about whether we're really serving God or not. And in this passage, the writer says, that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. Because if the fear chases us back to the path of God, it's a good thing. Just like in another place, Paul talked about sorrow and depression as a good thing. In other places, you can look at wrath and anger as a good thing. In other places, death can be a good thing. Persecution can be a good thing. Because a Christian has to take the long view. And be Christians. Because there's so much things that we could be doing that we can't do because we're Christians. Talks about what it takes to believe. He said the good news came to them. So he's reciting through the history. And it's interesting, one of the things we learn through scripture is it doesn't matter how gifted the teacher is what matters is the openness of the heart you know jesus spoke to many crowds and not many believed who could be a better speaker than jesus moses spoke and god appeared shortly thereafter right before everyone validating his words and people did not believe but then Little old me can get into a pulpit and some people believe. Isn't that an honor? That an honor that in some ways not even to our Lord Jesus. That he can give the word to people and he's left with 12. And we can look out on our church and we can say it's small, but we're having an impact. But we have to keep our eyes on the goal and that's entering his rest and he starts to talk about that rest he talks about how even God entered that rest and when did he create that rest well we don't know when he created it but he first speaks of it in the creation he rested and later on he says they'll enter my rest and the writer is making this argument through history that the rest is not the promised land the rest is not on earth the rest is not something that can be troubled by the actions of men. And that's a good thing. Because you got to think of it from another couple of directions. The rest can't be troubled by men from the outside or the inside. The promised land was routinely attacked. Even today, the promised land is surrounded by enemy nations. And from the inside, the Jews lost the promised land because they became apostates and didn't believe in God the way they should. When we think about God's rest, he protects us from all the forces outside, and he protects us from all the forces inside of our own selves. Good fear, but in a way, we shouldn't fear, right? That's the passage, the balance of fear and faith.
2: Good evening, everybody. Let's get two people to pray today. And what I want to focus on is um, pray on our church finances. Um, We are behind for the year so far. Um, And so what I want is I want one person to focus on praying for um, finances that we can get caught up by the end of the year. We're going to start setting a goal to get caught up by December 31st for everything November and December and then what we have left. And also, um, let's have somebody pray for just saints, that they can continue to give willingly and abundantly, and that the Lord can meet our needs. So who wants to pray? Two people. So we'll pray for... Um, the saints that they can give abundantly and then we'll have the other person pray for um, our church finances that we can meet our need and that the Lord can provide. He wants to do that one. Lord we just come to you lifting up our finances. We ask that you continue to meet our church's financial need. We know that you can do anything to help us um, continue to pay our obligations, continue to um, keep our pastor paid and our ministry. We ask that you just um, work with your people, though, work through your your saints that you've given us, um, that they can give abundantly and that they can give uh, liberally and joyously. We ask that you just um, stir the hearts of the people, that um, those who are giving, that they continue to give.